0: Is Kay joining us?
1: No, she has a migraine.
2: Hmm. Oh, so we don't get the science? ah poop.
1: I was expecting her to be here.
2: Oh, well. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Good. A little hungry.
2: There's still
0: more pizza.
1: No, I don't want more pizza.
0: And by pizza, I mean not pizza. Because there's no no carbs in it.
1: (laughs) So we started a keto diet.
2: Yeah, I was hearing. You guys are having great success so far, I hear
3: yeah i'm alive
0: (laughs) he's not eating chips
2: yeah that's gonna help you
3: are you figuring how many calories you're burning and how many calories you're taking i don't do a lot of exercise still
2: there's a lot of shuffling happening track of how much intake
3: yeah
1: and i am tracking my intake
0: he's done really well actually but we're doing nothing but healthy fats vegetables meat
1: a little bit of fruit because i still want the vitamins i still have to take my vitamins
0: Oh, I forgot you know
3: to do that. You body Jordan? That would build muscle very quickly.
1: I know I would. So I need to start doing something about it. We'll get there. We've been playing tennis a bit this week, going for long walks. and been fasting in the morning.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah okay, I'm just trying to get your levels here. There's a shuffling, Jordan. You are the shuffle culprit. But...
1: I know, but it, that's because I'm, like, moving. I don't like sitting still. We'll figure it out. How about this? Is that better? Is
3: that shuffly? On the phone version, is there a push-to-talk option? I have headset on.
2: But it's still picking up all the shuffling. And if you shuffle when you start to speaking, it goes...
1: Are you touching the wire? I'm touching everything. It's it's a fucking phone cord with a microphone on it. It's touching me. I move my head, it shuffles. So, I don't know what you want me to do.
2: Well, we'll just deal with it. I wanted to start off because... I was going to give sort of like a... I
3: can't even... No, because I
1: took my headphones out, so you're not hearing the shuffling, and now I can't hear you.
0: That's because I turned off your microphone. Okay.
1: All right, well, sorry, Jessica, you can start.
2: Yeah, sorry. It's, I know it's frustrating the world of sound. Okay, yeah, I wanted to jump right into it, because um, I sort of give like a little bit of a background, which I think will set you guys up very nicely either to go one way or the other so um just a backstory i first um watched that documentary that i told you guys about the race of giants Mm -hmm. and that one spawned my interest to research this just a little bit more because i heard about um them originally through a book called chariots of the gods by eric von denikin i don't know if you saw that in your in your travels around the interwebs but that book was amazing and then later more along the lines with um sorry it's very awkward the way that i have my own setup right now <laughs> it's so weird wearing headphones i have to admit
3: I love using your headset.
2: Well, I have like earbuds in and their noise cancellation. So I guess it's kind of okay, but it's just a different dynamic I have to get used to. Cause I can hear the base of my voice at the same time as I hear myself talk back to myself. <laughs> so just the sensory is kind of weird. So there is a book called the 12th planet written by Zachariah Sitchin. And that was old as well. It's in 1976. And that book is where the um, Nibiru conspiracy comes from. And that book claims that there is another planet in our solar system on an elliptical orbit that comes close to Earth every some odd thousands of years. So there was in the past, like way, way, way in the past, like 1900s, and is now there's still apocalyptic fear going around about this planet Nibiru. And conspiracy theorists are convinced that this planet is going to fall into cataclysm with Earth. So they're thinking that it will come close and just wreak havoc uh, with the gravitational forces and all of that stuff. So through that, they've been trying to look out for this planet X, which they're thinking that's one and the same as Nubiru. And they've been, NASA's been studying this forever, trying to find this planet, other planets, and every so often there does come theories uh, close to this planet. Eris is one of them. Um, Just recently another pair of scientists, Constantine Battingen and Mike Brown in Pasadena found a planet on an elliptical orbit and they prepared for skepticism so they got all their models and computer simulations and detailed analysis just so that they can support very fully their theory. So NASA also followed up with this at the beginning of this year. And they have an article that I want to read you. So, Caltech researchers have found mathematical evidence suggesting there may be a planet X deep within the solar system. This hypothetical Neptune-sized planet orbits our Sun in a highly elongated orbit far beyond Pluto. The object, which the researchers have nicknamed Planet 9, could have a mass 10 times that of Earth and orbit 20 times farther from the Sun on average than Neptune. So with that, it may take between 10,000 and 20,000 Earth years to make one full orbit around the Sun. So this planetary body fits the description of how Earth came into existence as well actually because they're thinking that this planet X and Nubiru had a hand in the formation of our Earth like millions of years ago so that back in Chariots of the Gods Zacharias Sitchin theorized that Tiamat may have been what we know now as Earth and Tiamat was outlined in Um, this Babylonian creation myth. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Enuma Elish, E-N-U, with like that little hat on it, M-A-E-L-I-S-H. And in that myth, Tiamat is a goddess, but according to Sitchin, it was Earth. And it was struck by one of the planets of New... Or sorry, struck... When struck by one of the planet Nibiru's moons, Tiamat, a.k.a. Earth, split in two. So on the second path, Nibiru itself struck the broken fragments, and one half of Tiamat became the asteroid belt. And the second half, struck again by one of Nibiru's moons, was pushed into a new orbit that became today's planet Earth. So this scenario is scientifically disputed of course (laughs) it's widely accepted that our planet did go through a lot of turmoil to be formed um so it's it's disputed and they're saying also that tiamat uh, part of it became the moon as well sorry i just want to list my place in my notes (laughs) 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 yeah it was weird when uberio okay so i i should have put this before but (laughs) the translate or the meaning of it is a term in the Akkadian language translating to crossing or point of Troy uh, transition, especially, as of, especially of rivers, i.e. river crossing or ferry boats. And in Babylonian astronomy, the tomb near Biru refers to the equinox and the astrological objects associated with it. So, of course, scientists... I've rejected this theory publicly because a woman, like, way back in 1995, I don't know if anybody remembers this, um, Nancy Later made a point to warn everybody about this. And um, it mentions here, a woman who claims to have an implant in her brain from a childhood encounter with aliens claimed that Nubiru... Would pass closely to Earth in 2003 with terrifying consequences. And well, she was wrong. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's 2018 and we're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she said that Earth would also stop spinning for exactly 5.9 terrestrial days before the North and the South Poles would physically move disrupting the planet's magnetic core and causing the crust to split open across the globe
3: that'd be pretty cool
2: yeah, she even uh, urged people to kill her pets so they wouldn't have to live through it
3: yeah, that part was a little much well, if you had a cat, I'd do that if you had a dog, you'd survive
2: what do you mean? I think a cat could survive
1: yeah, but what's a cat gonna do? get you mice and birds?
2: yeah, exactly exactly
1: you're gonna live you, you throw it you throw it at your attacker
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'd be the worst that's a that's a fight i'd, I'd want to lose i'm not fighting this cat get out of here
2: yeah
0: so that's all fun and great but uh welcome to our podcast <laughs> yeah <that's totally laughs> this is right. edge of thought <laughs> i Maybe think we I'll forgot just... something at the very
2: <laughs> yeah we totally did <laughs> <laughs> I still have more to say, but let's introduce ourselves. I'm Jessica. <laughs> I'm Michelle.
3: I'm Jordan. I'm Nathaniel.
0: Nathaniel's
2: then... son really distant.
1: He's always oh, been yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally.
2: <laughs> it's okay, I can turn your parts up.
0: But then I still can't hear him What he's saying.
2: Anyway, this podcast
0: is about giants. And I'm curious how Jessica's uh, introduction into space is going to breach into this. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, don't worry.
2: It's coming. You'll get there. (laughs) It's coming. Is it going to be a giant giant. breach? It's a giant breach. I have quite a bit to say, so I hope you guys have a drink or something. (laughs) That's right. I got a lot to (laughs) say, too. Yeah, but I just had to give a little backstory because... When I finish this, I'll be like summarizing my theory and why I've gotten this idea. Anyways, according to the legend, this planet is where the Anunnaki came from, the race of giants. One thing I don't get though is uh, the act, like the actual connection between the two, and why all of a sudden these giants came from this particular planet. Um, that I'm not. sure of because if this planet would be going around in space for 15,000 years wouldn't there be this grand ice age and then a great diluge when it gets near the sun it just it's kind of weird anyways I had to mention that discovery because this is those claims like the person who discovered this new planet is the same guy who killed Pluto for a while.
1: He killed Pluto? Like the, Mickey's dog?
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> he denounced the that? Pluto as a planet.
1: <laughs> it hasn't been reinstated as a planet?
2: Yeah.
3: But.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, so Chariots oh. of Gods, that book, for those who don't know what that book is about, um, it just describes a different theory of evolution. So this book kind of spawned all those ancient alien theorists, and I think everyone should read it at one point in their lives. It's very interesting. That perspective is, it kind of gets you thinking. And if you want a movie, there is an old 70s kind of narration YouTube video that's going around out there. Maybe I can post it on Facebook. Uh, not Facebook. What do we, have? we Twitter. have? Twitter. And Patreon.
1: At edge of thought. And that's T-H-O-U-G-H-T.
2: Not T-H-O-T. Not, not like your mother. Oh, rude.
1: <laughs> Someone's mom's a thought. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. But that's okay. It's her body. Yes. And she can do what she wants. <laughs> as long as she's safe. Agreed okay but yeah it surprised me how much evidence there was to support giants being out there and support this theory there's even stuff in the bible which is uh pretty cool and oh i have to say that there's this book okay the spaceships of ezekiel by j.f bloomrich this guy is a nasa engineer and it's in response to danikin's book so if you are wanting a rebuttal book, definitely go for that one. It's The Spaceships of Ezekiel, E-Z-E-K-I-E-L, by J.F., as in Frank, Bloomrich, B-L-U-M-R-I-C-H. The documentary that I watched, A Race of Giants, was uh, basically everything was out of Romania, Um, They seem to have a very rich history with giants, and it's a shame that it's just denied from them because it doesn't fit with popular belief. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. And in the video that I was talking about before, that 70s weird one, um, mentions that uh, Warner Von Braun, the world-renowned rocketeer, states... I hold it as a definite probability, the existence of not only animal and vegetable life in infinite reaches of the universe, but also that of intelligent beings. I can't talk today. <laughs> I apologize. That's right. It's not <laughs> um, like you need your voice right now. No, not at all. Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read some passages from the Bible because I thought that was pretty cool. There is... um. Passages there. I wanted to read the Bible again, but I couldn't get through Genesis without getting really angry. So I just, I just, uh, I know that's On the seventh really bad, day, when so there was light, I... liar! <laughs> this is false. <laughs> How dare you send light? <laughs> she made
0: it into a paragraph in the Bible and just lost it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I definitely took the internet and it wouldn't let giants in the Bible quotes. And I came, there's actually a, a lot more than I thought there was. So I picked out some of the best ones that are more straightforward and to the point and not vague, as some of them can be. Um, okay, so in Genesis 6, 4. The Nephilim were on earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the Son of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were old, men of renown. (laughs) So Numbers 13, 33. There also we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, are a part of the Nephilim. And we became like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. In the first book of Samuel, 7, 4. So sorry, seventeen four. Then a champion came out of the armies of Philistines named Goliath from Gath, who was height was six cubits and a span, so six feet nine inches or two point oh six meters, which is kind of just tall in our day.
1: <laughs> Can like... I just point out that the average height of a man in biblical time was anywhere between five two and five six, so really anyone taller than that would be considered a giant true
2: because i thought they were around like five yeah around there yeah
1: five five to do a five six
2: yeah and six feet nine inches to me and to my standard that's not that's not tall but some no some evidence and some skeletons have been over 13 feet and some um, wow. tails but in the second book of samuel in twenty one sixteen, then ish be benob benob ish be benob I don't know, Bob, (laughs) (laughs) who was among the descendants of the giant, whose spear was 300 shekels of bronze in weight, was girdled with a new sword, and he intended to kill David. The second book of Samuel, 2120, there was a war at Gath again where there was a man of great stature who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in number, and he could also be born to the giant. Numbers 13, 28. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large, and moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. So, here I think that our ancestors are telling us stories when they walked with the giants so if we say hypothetically that this book has truth embellishments so as the flood did exist there's evidence now of a great deluge on earth then we have to question what happened to the giants what role did they play in our history and were they the ones that created us in our likeness and what for if they did
3: how many shekels did
2: that guy weigh again shekels
3: Isn't
1: that a monetary number? It is basically like a, a historical weight.
2: 300 shekels of bronze in weight. So shekels is a a currency. It's like a coin. Mhm.
1: So it weighed one shekel.
2: 300 shekels copper shekels. So would that be like 2 pounds? <laughs> Exactly no
3: there's no that? way 3.4 kilograms one shekel no 300 of them
2: so 3.4 well, kilograms that's like
3: nothing we're talking about Cause 94 pounds.
1: kilos is 208 pounds was it just his sword
0: that's still a late sword
1: maybe it was his ball sack
2: it's his spear <laughs>
1: Each the testicle thing... weighed 300 chests.
2: His phallic spear. <laughs> spear. Oh, this... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seven that...
3: spear. That's 700
2: pounds? Yeah, that's pretty heavy.
3: No, 7.5 pounds, roughly.
2: Oh, 7.5 pounds? Oh, well, that's not really heavy. It's a lot of bronze, though. Uh, okay, so then if we follow the trail of the Bible... We think that the Nephilim are the offspring of man and the Anunnaki together. So they're mating. They're having six babies. In one working
3: version, four cubits and a span is roughly six feet, nine inches.
2: Yeah. That's how Goliath that
3: six foot nine.
2: Yeah. That's how we got started talking about the height and how it wasn't very high there's people nowadays that are taller some
3: well there's reportedly skeletons of really tall people
2: yeah like 13 feet plus but yeah they're supposedly have been that high like 13 feet tall but if you think about it for a second like it's the bible to me sometimes has riddles So, if you could imagine a giant twice your size trying to mate with you, I just don't think that that's going to work. Like, how would the pieces fit?
3: Look at Shaq and his wife, though.
2: Oh, gee. But even bigger. Like, he would be bigger. Like, more, like, taller. Like, seven inches taller. Or seven feet taller. There is
3: this giant of Castellano. I'm pronouncing that wrong. Castellano? Castellano. Castle of No. Giant of Castles, no.
2: Castle of No!
3: (laughs) He was uh, reportedly 11 feet tall, but we've only recovered a humerus, a tibia, and a femoral midshaft, which has vanished. (laughs) But the theory goes that if you work it backwards from those pieces, he should be about 11 foot tall.
0: That's pretty freaking tall.
2: Yeah, that still is pretty tall. Well, the only like taller people I've seen are like really lanky but
0: that's, that's twice as tall as I am though.
2: Yeah, we're the same size we're the same height. Yeah, the pieces don't fit. So if we think about we think about 64 with the updated thinking the sons of God remember Jesus being born by Virgin Mary how did he get there? I think it was artificial insemination. (laughs) (laughs) Or she was (laughs) raped. Because they came into the daughters of man. They Mm -hmm. born children to them.
1: But I've also
3: came into the daughters of man. Does that make me God? Could they prove virginity back then? They didn't know what a hymen was?
2: I have no idea.
1: Oh, for hymen still Act, it must have been God.
0: Yeah. Answers we'll never have.
1: Nope. Unless we invent time travel.
2: But if we <laughs> just just went along with my theory and the fact that okay, giants came when they're like, hey yo, we need some gold. Let's create a race down here that's in our likeness to do our bidding, and they. Kind of loved some of the ladies, so they're like wow And then we were born, like, so that's why some of the giantism, like, still is kind of out there because that's just in our DNA now.
1: Maybe it's an interesting theory.
2: I saw an article online Scientists find alien code embedded into human DNA evidence of ancient alien engineers i'll post this one because it goes on to say um more about our junk dna but it's a pretty that long read
1: on my 23 and me
2: <laughs> yeah said, I'm unidentified. <laughs> and i'm one percent one percent unidentified yeah
1: yeah so I'm more i think i was i are. was like i was very really little You guys are aliens But I was like two and a half percent Neanderthal.
2: Oh, were you? (laughs) And that's
1: not right.
2: (laughs) How do you know it's not right?
1: No, it's probably right. Mm -hmm. I've taken this hunter-gatherer diet pretty well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hunter-gatherer diet. It's
0: ultimately what it is.
2: Well, that's good. I encourage you.
3: Okay, so when you. we talk about giants... Thank you. What is the height that you would say is a giant and a height that you just would say, oh, it's just a tall dude?
2: I would say over 10 feet for me.
3: If a person's 8 foot, he's not a giant? No, he's I would say 8 tall. foot is a giant.
2: I would say these people just have giantism.
1: But people like Shaq and andre the giant are just huge people like Shaq's seven foot seven like 300 pounds andre was seven foot four 520 that's giant in today's day and age what we know
2: yeah so it could be but i thought it was really cool in that um that movie that i was talking about um It showcased evidence of, like, these jewels, and there was a helmet, a ring, a necklace, a bracelet, or an amulet that was, like, all giant. And I remember the narrator saying that for the helmet, the scientists were like, oh, this they must have worn several hats to fit this.
1: Yeah, but there are just people with abnormally large heads as well, right?
2: No, this was really big. Like your whole, almost half of your body can fit inside of it.
1: Well, and how old has it been dated?
2: I don't know. I well. didn't go back and look at that part, actually. But that um, a race of giants, anybody can watch. Well, I don't know if it's on YouTube, actually. I'm going to look for it. But it's if on... also
1: if there's an alien race of giants, how big do you think their giant UFOs are?
2: Pretty big. And these people could have built the pyramids and been like, "Hey, yo!" and just like threw bricks around.
1: Yeah, but you still think you would have found more bones, exactly. more like it's not like you're t- you're talking of one skeleton, one set of armor, one finger, one footprint.
3: Yeah,
0: one femur.
3: I also feel that a giant who is let's say over ten foot, fifteen foot would have to have different physiology as well to be able to support that massive frame. Oh, yeah. I think so. They'd have to have, like, <clears throat> bone density similar to whales. I worked out the math, and they should have roughly 10 liters of blood. That's a lot.
1: That is a lot of blood. If you took that man down, man, and cut his, like, arteries, and it's just 10 liters. Fountain for life. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm
0: doing hand gestures.
2: <laughs> There's lots of skeletons <laughs> that have been found in, like, lip labada Benzu Bazo Benz have been... Marito, Persani Mountains Palavajari, Piatra Crowley. <laughs> Never heard of any of these places. dare Hate Gului Satan
3: Wanahakalugi
2: Satani Beneath Nigiru Bone Monastery. What is this? Finding Nemo? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Some of the issues with these places is that the the bone fragments end up disappearing.
2: People can steal it. Black market. Men in Black? Hide the history. Yeah, Men in Black.
1: God damn it, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones.
2: (laughs) Done it again. (laughs) Erasing our memories. Keeping us a species with amnesia. But yeah, man. Apparently, like. The offspring just, you know, oh, that nephilim started eating like people, and we're like, no, you're but not gonna eat us. You, and then we killed them all. I just
1: crossbreeding between giants and Homo sapiens seems a little far fetched as well, considering if a giant is 10 to 15 feet in proportion properly. I don't know. Well, that's not true. Considering what a woman can push out of herself, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Many women that could fit a proportionally, you know, four foot wang
2: well, up inside her. Right. So that's why I'm saying the whole artificial insemination thing. But, like, so what you- art- well, so artificial insemination as in splicing the DNA, putting it inside a body for incubation, and therefore a new race or new breed is born. Uh.
1: So you're saying these giants have, like, high technology?
2: Yes. They are like us because what we do to our pets, we just tinker with our pets and what we want them to look like, make them have short, stubby legs that have no evolutionary purpose whatsoever. But you can't do
3: that with all animals.
2: No, but maybe our species was one of those ones, the Homo sapien or Homo erectus or whatever, was one of those ones that could do this. And it was close to being a, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Bipedal. <clears throat> just like them.
1: I guess so. Cause you're talking about giants in like biblical times. And my thought is artificial insemination has never been thought of other than, you know, just like <laughs> putting it in your hand.
2: <laughs> 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 you, I don't know. so like I'm tying two things together like obviously the human race is way 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 older than just the Bible so yeah. when I'm talking about fusing our DNA I'm talking about the creation of our race like uh, us as humans as we know ourselves that came down off the trees you know
3: so I did some quick yeah. racial math let's say if a six foot man's average penis is eight inches. Okay, then a ten foot man's average penis would be thirteen inches. So a foot and an inch, and then what would
1: fifteen be?
0: <laughs> this is not something I was expecting to talk to you about tonight. Like, let's try to estimate how giant a man's penis no! is if he's fifteen
2: feet tall. <laughs> and I'm like, do go on. <laughs>
3: Twenty-seven. What?
0: Twenty-seven. 27. Yeah. What would be the girth? What would be the girth on that?
3: Oh, I need more mathematics for that. Hold on. <laughs> so, you're telling me a foot to
1: over two feet. Man, that thing would snake out of your pants and choke, girl.
0: That, that's got to be like that.
3: It'd probably require a second heart. <laughs> yeah, oh <my> <laughs> just a boner heart.
0: Well, Almost how much blood, blood. does a, a giant like that size have in a Imagine that all resting to one organ.
1: Well, it's heart. We could either have two or one really big one.
2: If these giants were that big. Well, I guess big. the Great
1: American Challenge is a good idea of what it could be.
2: Huh?
1: It's a giant dildo called the Great American Challenge. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like 13 inches by like 5 inches and then gets wider by the base.
0: Oh, my gosh. Why do you know this? To each their own, I guess. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that's uh, my theory. <laughs> that's what I think is going on. I can get behind this. It kind of makes it makes so much sense to me. Kind of just ties everything together in a neat bow about our history, and I'm down with it. I believe in aliens. So I think they're out there. Giants. These giants, I'm a little afraid of. If they eat people, you know.
1: What is this Jack and the Beanstalk? I don't
2: know. Maybe. Jacob's ladder. Oh,
3: well, for something that large, it would shed a lot of heat because it has a lot of surface area.
2: Are you That's still on the issue penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. You so... would need a blanket for, that for warmth. Oh la
0: la. Well, uh, while Nathaniel's looking at penis sizes, I will talk about uh, giants that are have existed in the last couple. I don't know 100 100 years or so yeah except for there's one that's older but uh, who should I start off with Maximinius Thrax he is also known as Maximinius L a Roman emperor from 235 to 238 doesn't say if it's BC or what have you um
2: Maximinius Max
0: Maximinius Thrax, T R A T R T H R E X. yeah. yeah. I just want to see what he looks like. He's part of Roman history. He died while attempting to put down a senatorial revolt. Hmm. That was fun. Uh, Ancient sources ranging from unreliable um, historian Augustus accounts of I'm going to totally butcher this. Hedorian uh, speak of Maximus as a man is of significantly greater size than his um, contemporaries. He is, moreover, depicted as in ancient imagery as a man with a prominent brow, nose, and jaw. Um, his thumb was said to be so large that he wore his wife's bracelet as a ring for it. <laughs> so he was a very big man. Um so the men said he was about eight foot six inches in height, and very likely, however, to have um, it is very likely, however, that is one of uh, many um, exaggerations of this time, because there's not too much data in regards to who he like. There's no no empirical data that it's going to prove how big he was, right? Yeah. Um. He just had a frightening appearance and of colossal size, and there was no obvious comparison to draw with any of the best trained Greek athletes or warriors elite of the barbarians. So even even of the elite Greek athletes, he was larger than those. He was an interesting guy. Um, yeah, there bad. was another late... Sorry?
2: Oh, Sorry, I was just going to say it's too bad there's no um, things on the interwebs of like his whole body or whatever. It's just a bust. Just a yeah. bust, yeah. yeah.
1: Can you yes. imagine the slab of marble if you had to create a statue of someone <laughs> Six. Oh,
2: yeah. Life size.
1: That'd be Maybe that's hard. why there's no statues of giants.
2: That too. Well, <laughs> like, well, hey, there's statues in Egypt of giants. Hey. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and there's one in New York City.
2: There is New York.
1: What? Yeah, the Statue of Liberty.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
1: little oh, sad I
3: goodness. worked this math out, but here it goes. <laughs> i ready for person, it. I'm ready for it. Six inches of girth. Wow. For a 15 foot person, nine inches of girth. (laughs) Uh That is is if the scale is linear, not, you know.
2: Is this for real? I can't imagine this. Neither can I. I
0: don't want to imagine it. are you looking? Anyway, up the to continue on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: please, please. <laughs> Angus McAllister, frequently referred to as the giant McAllister or Black Angus. He lived from 1825 to August 8, 1863. He what? was a Canadian giant. In 1981, Guinness Book of World Records um, posts Angus as the tallest non pathological giant in record history reaching 7 feet 9 inches, as well as being a man of the largest test measurement measurements of any non-obese man of 80 inches. Huh. Um, Angus was apparently an ordin- ordinarily sized baby after several years in Stornway outer herberibs. Her- 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 birds. Um, the family settled into fishing con- um, community in English Town, Cape Britain, and Island in 1980 or 1831. Yeah, no, don't even ask. <laughs> fishing community. <laughs> 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 uh, he was uh, said to be of normal stature entering in his adolescence. He began to grow rapidly in his 20s. Um, in his 20th year, he obtained 7 feet 4 inches, eventually reaching 7 feet 9 inches, with another two e- two years after that. His adult weight was 425 pounds. His shoulders were 44 inches wide. The palm of his hand was 8 inches wide and tw- 12 inches long.
1: Imagine smacking your booty with that hand. Cool.
0: No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> his wrist was 13.5 inches in circumference also something i wouldn't want to buy my vagina um (laughs) his ankles measured 18 inches in circumference in 1863 he was wearing boots 17.5 inches long um he was he was a really big dude um his feet were probably 16 feet or 16 inches (laughs) long and eight inches wide he was said to have a deep set blue eyes musical voice um, with a, somewhat of a hollow and mild and pleasant manner. Musical voice. He was well-proportioned.
2: Yeah,
0: so he also had a really kind of interesting career. He spent 14 years approximately traveling on a fishing schooner from St. Anne to North Sydney. <laughs> the, the crew took him on along, along to a dance in an altercation with the dancer to the stri- or which led to McAllister striking his um, tormentor's jaw with his fist. The, the gentleman landed in the now. middle of the dance floor unconscious for so long, the, the other dancers, dancers thought, thought he was dead. Wrong. The captain returned to his schooner to find McAllister on his knees, praying that he had not killed the man.
1: 14 years old and knocking out a full grown adult.
0: Yeah.
2: Sorry, what was. Who are you talking about again? What name is this?
0: This is Angus McAllister. Angus McAll, McAll, McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. Kill story. M A C A S K I L.
1: McCaskill. I
2: McCaskill. put in Angus McAllister and there's a huge, like, giant cow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's who she's talking about. 14 exactly. years old, Sal. Knocked out a human being.
0: He was also known here for his strengths and feat of lifting a ship's anchor weighing 2,800 pounds to his chest height. And the ability to carry barrels weighing over 350 pounds under each arm or repeatedly able to lift um, an underweight 50 kilogram with two fingers and holding it in the arm at a, our arm's length at, for 10 minutes.
2: So he basically wait, 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 wait. 50 kilograms, tons?
0: he could, yeah, 2,800 pounds to his chest. Okay. He could carry 350 pound barrels under each arm. And he could also lift 50 kilograms with two fingers and hold it at arm's length for 10 minutes.
2: Holy crap. That's a good bodybuilder. You know those yeah. people that do those challenges where they like lift cars?
1: Mm hmm. This guy started all that, it seems.
2: I guess yeah. So.
0: let me just, there's something else about him that was really interesting that I wanted to read. Um, French sailors apparently taunted uh, this guy to lift an anchor laying on the wharf, which was estimated to weigh uh, 2,200 to 2,700 pounds. McAllister easily did so and walked down the wharf with it, but one of the anchor's flukes caught on his shoulders, crippling him. However, this was not the cause of his death, death as he lived for many years after. Okay.
3: Well, the world record for lifting weights is a 1,268 pound squat.
0: Yeah, and this guy did that in his sleep.
3: Wow. Died in his sleep?
0: No, no, I'm saying he did that in his sleep. Um, this guy died.
3: So this guy doubled the world record for weight
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, he died.
1: Congratulations.
0: <laughs> I don't know how he died. I can't remember. Um but, but he also, also owned a uh, a little store or something in English town. Uh, so it was a general store. And he was, when people would come to buy tea knowing that it was expensive, he would offer to either give a pound of tea or a handful of tea. Most people would use the pound of tea not knowing that his hand would actually bring more than a pound. Oh, wow. Yeah. He is a pretty interesting guy. Um, I know Jordan wants to talk about someone else before I talk about a person that I want to talk about.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So I want to talk to
3: a couple of people. But does Nathaniel want to go? No, I'm good. I'm working on some more penis math. Did we lose him?
0: <laughs> to penis math? Is he sleeping?
3: I'm working on some penis math. Nathaniel, over can you hear me?
0: He said he's working on penis math. Oh.
3: I can't hear him
2: ba, ba, da, okay hello hello
1: okay cool um so i want to talk about a couple people uh john rogan
2: oh hi joe rogan
1: he was born in february 16 uh, 19 1868 died september 12th 1905 he was 37 years old uh he was the son of william rogan a former slave uh, born in hendersonville tennessee he was the fourth of 12 children, because, of course, they had 12 children. He began to grow very rapidly at age 13, leading to ankylosis. And ankylosis is kind of like where your joints get really stiff and you can't bend them as well. Okay. Um, 1882, so 14 years later, from at for age 14, he could not stand or walk. And by 1899, another 18 years, uh, he had grown to a height of eight foot six. Um, And he often appeared in the newspapers. However, they used a very inappropriate name for him because it's the 1800s and people are dumb. Hmm. He got around by using a goat cart, like a wheelchair that was pulled by goats, which is pretty cool. He's always the center of attention, uh, noted for his deep voice and playful attitude. He was unable to perform any physical labor because of his ankylosis. He made a living by selling portraits and postcards at a train station. And as noted in the 1897 article in the Kansas City Journal, had a number of his drawings published uh, despite his success in this regard. He declined all offers to join the carnival and sideshows like many of the modern giants have mm. um, his hands measured 11 and a half inches in length, which is just shy of uh, black Angus over there. Um, his feet measured 13.7 inches and he grew up to eight foot eight, but only weighed 205 pounds. Now there's pictures of this guy. And he's sitting on a chair, and his arms are so long. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing that right now. Yeah.
2: His arms are really
1: he's long. The, yeah, he's the tallest heel. person. Well, he's he's the way he's sitting, you can't really get a good view, but I'm sure they're yeah. quite long, too. He's the tallest person of African descent and remains the second tallest person on record, surpassed only by Robert Wadlow. He died in, in 1905 due to complications from his ancleosis. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of information about him, which is kind of shitty.
2: That's like the first wheelchairs. Yeah. Goat carts. He had a lot of
3: health issues, though.
1: Yeah, please do. We'll post some pictures of these people and uh, whatnot. Um, Now, Robert Wadlow, who is the current record holder for The Tallest Person... uh, Mm -hmm was born in February, uh, 1918 and died in July of 1940 at the age of 22. He was known as the Alton Giant or the Giant of Illinois. He was an American who became famous for being the tallest person uh, for whom there's irrefutable evidence. He reached eight foot 11.1 inches and weighed 490 pounds. His great size and his continued growth in adulthood were due to hyperplasia of his pituitary gland. Uh, which resulted in abnormally high levels of human growth hormones. Oh, wow. uh, he showed no indication of an end to his growth, even at the time of his death. So there, there is talk that he, could t- he would ultimately get to that 10-foot mark if he was still living.
2: Yeah, he is. Wow. Yeah. He is so uh, tall. W-
1: yeah, That's like, I'm looking to...
2: at a picture, and this guy is standing next to another dude. And like yep. mid torso is where like the belly button area is where this dude's face is that he's, I think that's his too. father. That's his father.
1: Yeah. So he was older. He was the oldest of five children and he was taller than his father by age eight. His father was an average sized man of five foot 11. Yeah. Wow. Eight years old. He was already as, taller than his dad. In elementary school, they had to make him a special desk due to his size. By the time he graduated high school at the age of 18, he was 8 foot 4. Around that time, his size began to kind of take a toll. He required leg braces to walk and a little feeling in his legs and feet. Uh, but despite these difficulties, he had never used a wheelchair. Uh, he gained some celebrity in 1936 after he graduated touring with the Ringling Brothers Circus. Mm-hmm. Two years later, in 38, he did a promotional tour at the International Shoe Company. And they provided him his shoes free of charge. Um, His shoe size, Jess, there's probably a picture online. They're a 32 AAA. Holy crap! And they put a size 12 beside them as comparison.
2: Let's see this shoe.
1: They're pretty crazy enormous. So Robert was also a Freemason. Nice. In 1939, he petitioned the Franklin Lodge number 25 in Alton, Illinois, uh, and by late November of that year, was raised to the degree of Master Mason. Nice. Under jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge and of Illinois, and his Freemason ring was the largest ever made. Wow. Um, and on July fourth, nineteen forty, during a professional appearance at the Meneste National Forest Festival, uh, a faulty brace irritated his ankle, causing a blister and a subsequent infec- infection. Um, they treated him with blood transfusion and emergency surgery, but his condition worsened because he had autoimmune disorder. And on July 15th, 1940, 11 days after contracting the infection, he died in the sleep at the age of 22. Now, his coffin measured 10 foot 9 inches by 32 inches wide by 30 inches deep and weighed a thousand pounds.
2: Wow.
1: So I don't know if you've ever been to a funeral, but like pallbearers, there's usually six, sometimes eight, depending he had 12 pallbearers and eight assistants. Wow. There's actually there's six statues, life-size statues of, of him. Uh, one's in on College Avenue in Alton, Illinois, where he, he lived, opposite the Museum of History and Art. Uh, it was erected in 1986 in honor of the well-known native. Others stand at the Guinness Museums in Niagara Falls, uh, Ontario, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, um, and several of the Ripleys, believe it or not, museums. I've actually seen it in Niagara Falls. it's huge he's like right at the front door Oh wow! and there's like a big chair that he used to sit in as well that you can sit in and you just feel so small so i've got a couple like highlights of his growth rate okay that i kind of wanted to go over um so at birth he was regular size one foot eight inches eight pounds six ounces average size for a baby at age one he was three foot six inches and 45 pounds that's the size of a five-year-old Wow. He began to walk at 11 months when he was three foot three and a half inches tall and weighed 40 pounds. Now, I remember when my kid started walking and he was stumbling all over the place and falling down all the time. Oh
2: my but gosh. But imagine
1: learning to walk at the, at the size of a five year old. Yeah. You wouldn't oh, have that wow. safety net of only falling out like a foot or two.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't really yeah. hurt himself. He might have. Huh. Don't
1: know. He might have, yeah, but. Um, at age five, he was five foot four, 105 pounds. Uh, when he started kindergarten, he was five foot six and a half feet tall and wore clothes that would fit a 17 year old boy. Um, at age nine, he was six foot two, 180 pounds. Um, he, at that time he was strong enough to carry his father who was sitting in a living room chair up the sec, up the stairs to the second floor. Oh my gosh. Nine year old child picking up their father and a chair. That's just insane. Wow. Um, at 13, he was 7 foot 3, 260 pounds. Uh, he was the world's tallest Boy Scout, averaging a, a growth of 4 inches per year since birth, and wearing size 19 shoe at age 13.
2: That's
1: nice. When he graduated high school, uh, he was 17, 8 foot 3, 382 pounds. Um, he was the height of Sultan Kosen, who was the tallest living man at that time. And then when he was 22 and a, a third year old, he w- he died at eight foot 11, 439 pounds. And I guess Guinness had come right before he died to measure his height. Basically, I think they'd found out he had gotten sick and had like flown out so they could measure him. Yeah. books Because he wouldn't be counted if he was dead. Aww. So, but that's like, that's giant to me. Eight foot 11. <laughs> that's almost nine feet tall. That's one, basically a foot shy of 10 feet. 439 pounds.
2: I can, yeah. Looking at these and pictures. And they used to call him the gentle
1: giant. He was probably one of the sweetest people people knew.
2: Well, of course, if he was a mason.
0: Yeah. Which kind of segue into my next person, who is Zheng Jin Lang. Uh, she lived from June 24th, 1964, to February 13th, 1982. She was the tallest modern verified female person. Zens growth patterns were very close to Robert Wadlow's actually. So at age 4, she was 5 feet 1.5 inches tall in comparison to Robert Wadlow who was 5'4 at that age. At 13, she was 7 feet 1.5 inches. Robert Wadlow was 7'4. 16, she was 7 uh, 7 feet 10.5 inches and at that point Robert Wadlow was 8.15. And at 17, at the age of her death, she was 8 feet 1.75 inches tall and Robert Wadlow at that time was 8 feet 3 inches. Um, she was the tallest female ever recorded in medical history. She also was the only female counted among 16 individuals in medical history who reached a verified height or 8 feet height or more at the time of her death of 17 um she could not stand up straight due to a severely deformed spine as she had scoliosis scoliosis as well as diabetes Mm -hmm. and the reason to her gigantism was because of a tumor on her pituitary gland yeah Yeah. so robert Robert, Wattlow had something with his pituitary gland as well that caused his yeah Yeah. so
3: the common trend is a lot of these giants are not physically healthy
0: yeah yeah Yeah, they all die pretty young
3: I think
1: 37 of uh, John Rogan was probably the oldest or one of. Yeah. Well, Sultan's still alive. But it's the same with dwarfism. They don't yeah. live very long.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of health issues with dwarfism as well. And sometimes it's hyperplasia. Mm-hmm. So and That's all I have. But, but I, th- I think in modern day, those are the giants that we have nowadays. Right. But you see, there's basketball
1: players that are upwards of seven plus feet tall that don't have these you know health issues yeah or that aren't really they don't talk about them like i don't i don't think shock shack's gonna come out of the blue and start talking that he was more with gigantism and
2: yeah you know well maybe it's like it depends maybe it does depend on your race mixture because we're all like a mix of stuff right
0: yeah What kind of evidence and stuff did you have, Lathaniel, or lack thereof, or not? Disproving of giants from the past, or current, or what have you?
3: If there were giants 10 foot plus, I feel they would need at least two hearts to push uh, all the blood through them. So, I mean, that would mean that they're an entirely different race that wouldn't be compatible with us at all.
2: Some people think that the RH negative is from it all.
1: I'm RH negative.
2: See, you are an alien.
1: Maybe yeah, that's why I'm so big.
2: Well,
3: I just find it strange that all the ten foot, fifteen foot fossils that we have, supposed fossils, are missing.
1: Well, Men in Black is like that.
2: Well, yeah. If 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 there's that outer conspiracy that we, because the whole is like, we're hiding the truth about aliens. So if this bigger, wider conspiracy, there's no disclosure, therefore, evidence of aliens and these such beings that make us question what we've already evolved to understand, they would hide that evidence. Hmm. So the fact of no evidence is suspicious enough. But there's apparently Are like the he- a lot of stuff well- that hasn't been uncovered yet, though.
1: Are the heads on Easter Island giant statues?
0: Because they go a lot deeper than uh than just the I heads, don't know if that's
3: right? That's true though.
0: They no, but they've done they've deeper. done some Yeah, they, they've they done some people. up and it's like Yeah. They're
2: giant statues not just of a heads. whole man.
3: But that's not to say they're life size, like no. actual size. But what if they
2: are? And same with the stuff in Egypt. What if with all those tall archways and tall buildings and Tall statues, and you
1: know, Stonehenge giants were playing a game of dominoes, and then something happened, and they ran away. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my
3: dominoes, mom's calling me for dinner. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: be back later guys and then when they get onto the spaceship it's like no you're not allowed to go down to earth anymore you're grounded
3: and yeah.
2: it's left and they uh, took off and now we're going we're stop bothering this, this poor
3: pagan uh,
0: oh goodness anyway, does anyone fun. else have any new news or anything else they want to touch up on in regards to this conversation I
1: I want to finish but I don't know what Lothano's
3: got Is or is it, doesn't have a lot I just, I just been trying to debunk it.
0: Have you just been trying to debunk the stuff that they've supposedly dug up, like of the giant giants, like their heads are the size of a king size bed?
3: Well, that and like biologically speaking, how would a, something that large work and operate? I mean, eight foot tall, I feel, is just on the genetic end of our spectrum. You know how we have two feet tall people; we must have very tall people. Well, exactly. Yeah. For me, a giant would be something that is beyond the very edge of our spectrum, 10 foot plus. Mm -hmm. But like something that large that was human size, if they had organs like us, would have so many issues, they would be cold all the time.
1: But that's what it seems like from all these modern giants is they all have a lot of big health issues because their human anatomy isn't set to...
3: And then, so yeah. how could something this large be able to lift giant rocks and fling them across battlefields and stuff when they barely have enough bone mass to stand up? Yeah. If
0: you look at that one guy who can, you know, lift twenty two hundred pounds,
3: but
1: he was in like the seven foot range, which is where you have basketball players and football players.
3: And- it's also oh, sailor true. tails. I mean, can we prove that he he'd lift twice the weight of our best weightlifters now? Well, he died in the late like in the
1: 1980s right so it's not there may be record but nothing that we found there wouldn't be video
3: yeah of course and it'd be like sailor tales like talking about how krakens would attack their ships and sirens led, led this guy away and that mermaids aren't manatees and this man so, can know, let exactly the, a two-ton anchor and toss it over the ship yeah. i mean that'd be really cool
0: but I mean, for the time that he lived, which was 1825 to 1863, uh, I think that's pretty well documented in our time to understand that they wouldn't have been lying about those kind of things. I don't think that's too far in the past that you could subscribe to that idea.
3: I don't think it's outright right. It's probably just an evolving myth.
2: What is about this giant and old Japanese? I just came across something.
0: Do you not talk
1: about Ongar Bongar?
0: ondoor Ongar Gongor, <laughs> I didn't talk about him. No,
2: yeah. but
0: he was a Mongolian.
2: Yeah, he looks yeah, Mongolian. He... He's huge. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that I posted on our Instagram. He measured 2.36 meters, which is seven feet, nine inches tall. Um,
1: but again, okay. the average height of a Mongolian isn't that tall.
0: You no, know, this is what I what this is what I would suspect that the Huns were like.
1: And Genghis Khan?
0: Yeah. The stories of their men were always like large and whatnot, right? So I, I think, think this is, is kind of what the Huns would have been like in Mongolia.
1: Oh you stupid Mongolians. But also when they talk about
2: and write stories, they always exaggerate to give the heroes to be larger, to look larger than life.
3: Yeah, you don't want to write a story about being by four-foot-tall Asian <laughs> people. Like, how, how tall really was Paul Bunyan and his ox? I don't know. Let's see. Those, Those the Timberlands he was wearing. Give him an extra two inches. <laughs> yeah.
0: Interesting fact about this uh, Andor Gongor, though. He lived till he was 50. Yeah,
2: and he looks very healthy. Yeah. His traps are pretty... Uh, yeah
1: find well how long did McCas- mccaskill
0: mccaskill he was
1: how old? 1825 to
0: 1863. so
1: 40 some odd years mm-hmm. so i have one last giant to talk about okay my my favorite giant would you like a peanut audrey the giant
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes of course
2: <laughs>
0: we can't talk about giants without talking about and andre
2: no we can't okay go go
1: so andre Rene rusimov uh born in may 1946 died in january 1993 lived till he was 46 foot 4 520 pounds now i know he's a lot like shorter than the giants we've been talking about but he is definitely one of the most Mm well-known
2: definitely and
1: most interesting he's you know famously feuded with hulk hogan culminating in, at wrestlemania 3 in 1987. uh his best remembered film role was that of fezzik the giant Fin the princess bride yeah. uh, his size yeah. was a result of gigantism caused by excess growth hormone which later resulted in acromalgy. um it also led to him uh acromalgy is a disorder that results in growth hormone after the growth plates have closed and the initial symptom is typically enlargement of the hands and feet There may also be enlargement of the forehead, jaw and nose. And other symptoms may include joint pain, thicker skin, deepening of the voice, headaches and problems with vision. Complications of the disease may include type two diabetes, sleep apnea and high blood pressure. Ah. So, you know, when you see somebody with like a really big brow and like high cheekbones and stuff like that, that's kind of Mm -hmm. like when they have that whole, everything kind of looks bigger on them.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, in the WWF, uh, back in the day when it was called that he was a one-time WWF world heavyweight champion and one-time wwf tag team champion um, and in 1993 andre was the sole inaugural inductee into the wwe hall of fame class of 93 the year of his birth or his death um, as a child he displayed symptoms of gi- gigantism very early reaching a height of six foot three and a weight of 90 or 208 pounds by the age of 12. Wow. he was a good student Uh, particularly good in mathematics but he dropped out after eighth grade since he didn't think having a high school education was necessary for a farm laborer Uh, he spent years working on his father's farm where according to his brother Jacques uh, he could perform the work of three men he also completed an apprenticeship in woodworking and next worked in a factory that manufactured engines for hay balers however none of these occupations uh, brought him any satisfaction now, I'm not going to go into all of his wrestling highlights because we'd be here all night and this is not a wrestling podcast No, as much as know. I kind of
3: want it to be. <laughs>
1: no. Um, so Andre started wrestling at the age of 17 when he moved to Paris uh, and was taught uh, by a local promoter who recognized the earning potential of his size. Uh, a Canadian pro- promoter and wrestler, Frank Villas, met Andre in 1966 becoming his business manager and advisor. And then he began making a name for himself wrestling in the UK, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, and Africa. He made his Japanese debut in 1970, billed as Monster Rosamov. Uh, during his time in Japan, doctors finally informed, or first informed him that he suffered from acromyalgia. He, he next moved to Montreal, uh, where he became an immediate success, regularly selling out the Montreal Forum. However, promoters eventually ran out of plausible opponents for him, and the novelty is the size wore off. He was defeated by Adnan al kassi in Baghdad in 1971 and wrestled numerous times in 1972 for Verne Gagne's American Wrestling Association. As a special attraction in 12 voila, appeared to Vince McMahon Sr., founder of the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, WWWF, uh, and got advice. And he suggested several changes. Mr. McMahon, uh, he felt that Andre should be portrayed as a large, immovable monster and to enhance the perception of his size. McMahon discouraged uh, Andre from performing maneuvers such as drop kicks, although he was capable of performing such agile maneuvers before his health deteriorated. Deteriorated. Uh, he also began billing on Andre as Andre the Giant and set up a travel-intensive schedule, lending him to wrestling associations around the world to keep him from being overexposed in any area. And that started in 1963, and he wrestled until 1992. Hmm. Um, hmm. Lots of really good fights. He. There was one where he he had a wrestling match before a Muhammad Ali fight as the undercard. And like, imagine band having band those two superstars band? in the same building.
2: What's an undercard? Um,
1: it's just, it's like, it's the fight before the main, main event.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That's just yeah, the other term for it. He branched out into acting uh, in 1970s and the 80s. After a 1967 French boxing film making his USA acting debut playing a Sasquatch in a two-part episode aired in 1976 of the TV series The Six Million Dollar Man. Hmm. He'd also appeared in other television shows, including The Great American Hero, BJ and the Bear, and 1990's Zorro.
2: Zorro, I loved that show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him, though, being
1: on right it. There. He was mentioned in the 1974 Guinness Book of World Records as the highest paid wrestler at that in history at that time, having earned $400,000 in one year in the early 70s. (laughs) That's a lot of money for back then. Yeah. He has been officially crowned or unofficially crowned the greatest drunk on earth. And these are probably my favorite stories about Andre the Giant. For once consuming 119 12 US, US fluid ounce beers, that's about 350 mil, so a can in six hours. That's about 41 liters or 72 pints. On an episode of WWE's Legends of Wrestling, Mike Graham said Andre once drank 156, uh, 16 US fluid ounces, 470 mil beers, about 73 liters, 126 pints in one sitting, which was confirmed by Dusty Rhodes. Uh, the fabulous Moolah wrote in her autobiography that Rosamoff drank 127 beers in Reading, Pennsylvania, at a hotel bar, and later passed out in the lobby. The staff could not move him and had to leave him there until he awoke.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess he could uh, move <laughs> Unless he like, yeah. get a pallet or a forklift.
1: <laughs> yeah, in, into a hotel, I doubt it. <laughs>
2: well, you get the little driving ones.
3: You Maybe. on how big
2: the elevators are.
3: Anyways,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, A tale recounted by Carrie Elwes in his book about the making of the Prince's Bride had Andre falling on top of someone while drunk, after which the NYPD sent an u- undercover officer to follow him around whenever he went out drinking in their city to make sure he did not fall on anyone again. Uh-huh. Oh shit, Andre's coming to town, guys. Get out there make sure he doesn't fall on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So great. Um, There's an urban legend that exists surrounding his 1987 surgery, in which his sides made it impossible for the anesthesiologist to estimate a dosage via standard methods. Uh, Consequently, they use his alcohol tolerance as a guideline instead. (laughs) So, we've heard all these stories, let's just go with that. Um, He died uh, in his sleep of congestive heart failure uh in on january 27 1993 in a paris hotel room uh, he was found by a chauffeur uh he was in paris to as- attend his father's funeral and while there he decided to stay in france longer to be with his mother on her birthday he had spent the day before his death visiting and playing cards with some of his oldest friends in moline mm. um he he had finalized his will in new york in october 30th 1990 Uh, With his lawyer, in the will, he specified that his remains be cremated and disposed of. Uh, Upon his death in Paris, Andre's family in France held a funeral for him, intending to bury bury him near his father. When they learned of his wish to be cremated, they had to fly his body to the U.S. where he was cremated. And they ended up uh, spreading his ashes. But out of all these people, I don't know of anyone else, Andre was married and had four children. I know Robert Wadlow didn't have kids. I don't think Zhang Jin Lang had kids.
2: Yeah, he seems to be pretty healthy. Pretty healthy giant.
1: Well, for the most part, right? Like, I'm sure he had his issues as you get older, right?
0: I think Ongdor actually did.
1: Ongdor, yeah, he did too. That's right. Um, And I do have a couple just quick facts about Andre. Okay. Um, Do you know the Obey brand? Okay, Google it. The Obey brand—it's like it was a tagging brand. Oh was, yeah, uh, yes,
3: yeah, his face. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's his face. They used his face on their sticker that he would post all over, um, you know, New York and Chicago, wherever he was. Uh, in '93, he was the he was the only induct the inaugural inductee and sole inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. So the first ever inductee was Andre the Giant. Not even Hogan. Not even you know the Million Dollar man or any of those old guys King Kong Bundy um, Capcom video game character Hugo from Street Fighter series known as Andor in the Final Fight series is also based on Andre the Giant hmm. and he, he said that his favorite role um, was playing Fezzik. he just he just liked the role he felt it was like really the one for him
2: yeah.
1: And that that kind of hole dragged him into acting a little bit more, and wanted him to get out there. So,
0: yeah, he was a cool giant, one who could drink. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Put back those beers. i have almost finished my beer.
3: I have almost I'm done my bourbon. Mm. I'm on my second beer.
0: I had some milk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Full <Yeah>. fat. Is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> oh, I need well, drinking. I it. I Way to stick yeah. to the diet, actually. <laughs> Thanks.
3: Well, apparently, well, apparently, alcohol is, doesn't, doesn't have any, have any carbs, carbs or shit in it, it, so.
0: You just have to be careful the one with sugars.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's okay. okay. Rum, Rum looks, looks good, good, even <laughs> though it's made <laughs> of
3: sugar. I like my alcohol with extra carbs. More carbs. Like bread in a cup.
0: No, no more Guinness
3: for me.
2: Alright, so have we got anything else that we want to say about giants, or should we wrap it up?
0: They had big penises.
2: Yeah, they really did. <laughs>
3: Apparently. So does so that, that mean Vang Jin had, had a really big giant?
2: Oh, oh, most likely. likely.
3: I wonder how, how big her boobs were. Penis size and height have no correlation. But I'm saying if know there it was a it. linear correlation, that's how big they would be, theoretically.
1: But I'm sorry. If I was a giant and I had a six-inch wiener, I'd be pretty upset.
2: So <laughs> did you do the math on... use used the same type of math for your stature and, you know, like six-foot men?
3: Uh, I did average penis size versus height, which is apparently doesn't exist. So I just did six-foot tall. This size and then ratioed it up as a linear scale.
0: Oh, he mathematically did it all. Well,
3: there but what's the average size of,
1: of a male's penis in the world? It's, it's like, like 5.6 or, or, or something like that. I think so. four, four inches. Four inches.
2: No, I thought it was five.
1: No, no, no. That's, that's
2: like
3: all of the world of a- aver- average average men. Average men's size is five inches, but average for the entire world. Like four, yeah. I
2: thought there was. I saw this website, and it was a map of everybody's average according to country.
3: Yep, I've seen that one in my yeah, penis searches. In my penis, <laughs>
0: is this what guys do on their pastime? would be like, "How how much bigger than the average am I?"
3: Yeah, you <laughs> kind of want to know that. Well, yes, but but with boobies.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> in his booby searches. In, in other words, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So average <laughs> size of penis in studies is between 5.1 and 5.6 inches. But is that North America? Mm, this is at medicalnews.today.com.
3: Well, that that's like the average growth size for a person.
0: So, is there any other news you guys want to bring up? Thoughts, ideas?
3: Oh, that granite sarcophagus was pretty cool this week.
2: Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. it was. Like yeah, too bad it's soup. just soup
3: inside.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> ugh. I was just, just thinking about, like because I've never seen anything like that, so I'm just like, yeah, it's like just really, really old soup. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> <It laughs> I me, mean, sir, soup my like, soup is cool. <laughs> you meat soup, you know, when you just, like, take a turkey and just throw it in the water and, you know, you... Also, yeah, just in. the broth. Like, yeah.
3: Before they realized what they were doing, they were scooping it out and pouring it directly into the like the gutter.
2: Oh my god! That, oh and then they realized, oh god,
3: let's stop doing that.
2: That's a biohazard. They just, just they just freaking release the plague. That's it. We're done. The apocalypse. That was
0: that was the curse.
2: <laughs> that was the curse. That was worried about it. I hope it. it's
0: a bubonic it plague. Is <sighs> a bubonic
1: plague what I think it is or no? No.
2: Y-
3: yes. Okay. <laughs> Just
1: where
2: everyone <laughs> has boobs. Oh, boob-bonic.
3: Boob-bonic. Yeah. So in, um, a boob bonic. Boob In astronomy, they found 10 new moons around Jupiter, which brings it up to 79 now. Oh my god. Lame. It should have stayed at 69. And what's really cool is that these moons are orbiting the other direction. Huh. What? So they have a high chance of smashing into each other and making more moons.
2: And release Maybe that's what into the asteroid belt. Just like Tiamat. Yeah,
0: that's weird.
3: I don't really feel like they're moons as much as Jupiter has its own personal asteroid belt. Because they're all 1 to 2 kilometers in diameter.
2: That's possible. It has such that's a large mass. Big. It just has a whole bunch of shit. It's got its own space junk. <laughs>
0: think that's eventually what's going to happen to planet Earth if we keep on blasting our garbage into space.
2: Yeah. Everything's going to hit each other. There's stuff that falls out of the sky all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And people think that it's meteors. But it's just poop.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or space oh, poop. Space poop. Space poop! <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that going to be our, like... <laughs> What fell from the sky today?
1: Yeah. So if you're still listening, please check us out on Twitter at edge of thought.
2: Yes. And ooh, we're now on iTunes. Please, please, please go and subscribe. We would love if you would do that. We are searchable. Review. Yes, please review.
1: I don't care if you even say words, just review.
2: (laughs) We're
0: also on Instagram at edge of thought.
1: Literally, Check just
0: type out. in the word Follow review. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a Patreon account. If you like us that much, yeah.
2: Come
3: and we're not us. asking for anything. Just come. Yeah. Say hi.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we are too small to ask you for money, but yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. We just I'm, care. I'm pretty
0: sure that we have no <laughs> listeners at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Like not even family. No, that's not true. Now that we're on iTunes, I think some of my friends are going to listen.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah,
2: people are waiting, and I've been getting asked, "Are you doing a new podcast? Are you having another one?" So, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Nobody on my side saying anything,
0: or well, mine. Start, <laughs> but I haven't really told it. my family. Well, well,
2: there you go. Apart <laughs> from my dad, <laughs> yeah,
0: my dad would get on here, and you he just talk your ear off about oh, all these conspiracy theories about Trump and nine eleven. That was gonna be like a two-part episode. Oh my gosh, this is almost a two-part episode. I can't believe it's already nine forty-four.
2: Yeah, it's pretty late. All right. We're lame. We're, lame.
0: We're old. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine forty-five. It's almost my bedtime. Oh my god,
2: it's dark out. Time to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night. It's crazy nights. <laughs> Here on the edge of thought. Okay. Bye, guys. Well,
3: Bye, guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure, pleasure talking, talking about, about giant dicks with you guys. <laughs> 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 I liked <laughs> it. <some> I <topic> ideas.
1: <laughs> All right. right. Until next time.
2: <laughs> Until then. Dun, 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 dun. Bye.
0: We have to figure out our new catchphrases and our little tune entrance, I think.
2: Yeah. We gotta think about that. Get yeah. some... Uh... Maybe next time yeah it's possible <laughs> maybe
1: next time guys. maybe next time
0: <laughs> maybe that should just be like our closing phrase for everything is just maybe next time yeah maybe next time <laughs> <laughs> all right guys okay. have a good night
2: you too everyone bye bye